Hi, uh, this is Dana and I would like to share with you a memory from about six years ago. Um, it was a hot summer day and we were having a gathering with families close to Pittsburgh and Fernando, a tall guy with autism who must have been about 10 or 11 years old, he was roasting an ice cube. Yes, roasting an ice cube. He had an ice cube on a wooden stick as if it were a marshmallow or a sausage and it was, it was melting in the heat of the day. He came to me and he showed me his invention and I remember he was so excited and so was I. I honestly could not take my eyes off it. I was mesmerized by Fernando's creativity, by this ice cube on a wooden stick. Honestly, who would ever think to put an ice cube on a wooden stick and roast it? The whole story impacted me a lot, because it is a story of transformation. If you think about it, um, the ice cube melts and it becomes water. And the water brings moisture to a dry land. Isn't it wonderful that a little ice cube can do so much good? The Bible story that stayed with me from last week is the feeding of 5,000. When Jesus, looking at the hungry crowd, tells his disciples, you guys and ladies, you give them something to eat. He's to me like Fernando, who puts an ice cube on a wooden stick and in a way he gives the ice cube an opportunity to experience that there is more to its existence than ice and cold. Because the ice cube starts melting, it turns into water. We too might find ourselves reflected in the image of an ice cube at times, frozen, paralyzed or blocked by many challenges we face in these times of pandemic. And yet, Jesus gently nudges us too. You, you give them something to eat. But how, Jesus, how are we supposed to feed each other now when we cannot hug each other, when we cannot have a, have a meal with those that are dear to us? And as I was asking this question, the image of the melting ice cube came back. What if these words, you give them something to eat, are not about productivity and efficiency, or about us trying to be loving and kind and do good things, what if these words are about becoming aware of Jesus' gaze and his way of seeing us? Is it that our existence, our way of being in this world has potential to be food and nourishment for others? Is it that when we allow ourselves to melt or to relax into God's all-embracing loving presence, we too discover that there is life flowing out of us to the rest of the creation and to this aching world, no matter whether we live alone or with others? Just like an ice cube can be beneficial for its environment when transformed by the heat of the day into water, we too, our being, our existence, can be nourishment for this world 
when we allow ourselves to be shaped by the gaze of love. And I would like to close this reflection with another fairy tale. Um, the one that came to mind is the Snow Queen. In the version that I grew up with, the Snow Queen kidnaps a little boy called Kai and brings him to her kingdom of snow and ice, where Kai is given a task to put together the pieces of a broken mirror. And as he is doing it, his heart is slowly freezing. The moment he puts the last piece of a mirror in its place, his heart will freeze forever and all his memories too. But there is Gerda on the scene. She's a Kai sister. She decides to find her brother and rescue him from the Snow Queen's kingdom. Her love for her brother is so strong that it helps her to overcome many challenges on her long journey. And Gerda arrives to the kingdom at the moment when her brother is about to place the last piece of the broken mirror into its place. And even though Kai doesn't recognize his own sister anymore, it is Gerda's love for him and her tears that melt his almost fully frozen heart and make him remember who he is. Isn't God like Gerda to us? Isn't it God's love that reminds us over and over again that we are more than what we experience on the surface? That we are more than our emotions or reaction that keep jumping out at us at different moments of the day. That even though we might find ourselves paralyzed with worries and be without hope or love, we can trust that God's embrace is strong enough to melt our defenses and draw us deeper into the truth of who we are. A nourishment for this world. A food for this world.